Good morning and welcome to Visit a couple of five minute morning minor. It's uh, Monday the 7th of August. I hope you all have a very enjoyable weekend. Uh, and it does look as though summer is about to come. Um, not sure about true in the markets, which is still pretty horrible. Commodity market still pretty tough. Uh, but morning, Paul. How are you? No, I'm fine. Thank you. You got to be upbeat. It's uh, diggers and dealers. Lots of news out from the ASX here today. I've never been to diggers and dealers, as I said the other day, but it's supposed to be a pretty wild conference uh, in the middle of the desert uh, where, again, things that go to Las Vegas stay in Las Vegas, I'm told. Um, anyway, also interesting, uh, over the weekend, uh, I see that Central Asian Metals was tipped by the Sunday Times. Uh, it's one, obviously, we talk about quite a lot. It has got an exceptionally good management team. Um, it does look exceptionally cheap, nearly 11% yield. The issue, of course, is that Coonrad um, has a fairly short life expectancy left, although these things always tend to get extended, and everybody's wondering what deal they will do next. Uh, so we're all sort of sitting waiting, which is a bit annoying. Uh, but there you go. That was tipped in the Sunday Times. Uh, Paul, what do you want to kick off with today? Oh, let's talk about uh, Pan-African, I think, today. Uh, that's Pan-African dual-listed Southwest uh, or South Africa gold producer. They came out with an operations update for the year ended the 30th of June. Uh, their annual gold production at just over 175,000 uh, ounces, uh, which uh, achieved the revised guidance they made back in uh, May for that uh, little bit lower uh, rate there. All in sustaining costs uh, come, expected to come in uh, something between $1,325 and $1,350 an ounce U.S. And uh, they had, uh, during the period, paid down a significant amount of senior debt such that uh, it's down to just shy of $19 million. So uh, good to uh, uh, performance there, paying down uh, 30 million of it. And now that they have their Mintails uh, uh, permit, the senior debt in place, it's good that they uh, have made that debt reduction. Very good. Um, I noticed that there's been some um, permit good news for Celsius resources. Yeah, you, you go, I don't have that in front of me. So if you go ahead and talk about it, that'd be fine. What you want me to actually talk about it? Yes, thank you. <laughs> I mean, you do make life difficult, don't you, Paul? Thank you. Uh, look, it's not particularly, it's just the Philippine government has issued their expiration permit for the uh, Botilao Copper Gold Prospect. So, a little bit of good news there, um, but it's one that we're, uh, I know, um, your colleague Ollie is having a little bit of a look at at the moment. Uh, so, what do you want to talk about, Paul? Well, uh, also some of these uh, news out from some of these uh, ASX players is uh, pretty good. And uh, one of them being Orcorp, uh, Orcorp uh, ASX listed Tanzania um, a gold mine developer to be taken over by TSX listed Silver Corp as announced uh, out here. Orcorp shareholders will receive 15 cents Australian cash and about uh, one tenth of a Silver Corp share. So that gives it a value of about forty-five cents Australian a share for each Orcorp share. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of activity, isn't there, in actually uh, takeovers of small gold mines, both on the east coast, which is Tanzania and Kenya. There seems to be a lot of corporate activity, uh, and also going over to the west coast in places like Ghana. Uh, there is quite a lot of corporate activity. Full stop, isn't there? 
Yes, there is. Uh, and uh, I think it's simply because these uh, market valuations have made these gold ounces uh, and uh, metals ounces very cheap uh, on the, to buy as opposed to find. So um, it's, a, it's the time for M&A with uh, these players. Yeah, you might want to stay away from the Francophile countries, of course, because it's the Francophile countries at the moment having all the uh, military coups. Um, and you want to avoid them, but there you go. Uh, okay, what else, Paul? We've got uh, the colored gemstone producer, Jim Fields, has announced that they are going to expand their ruby production at their Monte Puez mine in Mozambique by 200% by installing a new plant. Uh, it'll boost uh, uh, production rates from 200 tons per hour to 600 tons per hour, a capital cost of about $70 million U.S., uh, which will be paid for based on cash reserves, uh, some debt taken on, and and the cash flows over the next uh, roughly 30 months or so. They do expect the plant to be in production sometime during 2025. What's happening to the price of rubies at the moment? Are they, are they strong or weak? Yeah, colored gemstone price is fairly stable here at this point. Uh, I don't know. This will put an awful lot more ruby material into the marketplace uh, with this kind of expansion. So we'll see whether or not it'll be able to hold the rough price uh, quotes here. Whatever happened to tanzanite? And uh, I've got a, I bought my wife once at an auction a huge chunk of tanzanite. What happened to that? It's still out there, but it's produced primarily by artisanal production. So therefore, uh, it uh, is more opaque as far as its uh, true value is concerned. Uh, anybody wants to bid my wife for a big chunk of tanzanite, then please do give her a call. Uh, anything else, Paul? American West, which we talked about at the end of last week, they had uh, made uh, deeper copper discovery there in their storm project there up in Nunavut. And today they have announced that the drilling a geophysical target due south of their 4100 zone um, uh, has also de uh, found uh, a thick high-grade uh, copper mineralization there. So um, all the indications are that the geophysics is, in fact, highlighting new and high-grade copper zones up there. This one to be called Thunder. Yeah, we had a bit of thunder on Saturday, didn't we? Uh, yes, we did. <laughs> uh, there we go. All right, let's call it a day there, Paul. Thank you very much. We'll be back again tomorrow. We'll see you then. This podcast has been produced and edited by VSA Capital. It is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice. The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.